Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So back in uh, 1957, I think, Walt Disney created something amazing. And it wasn't a movie. It wasn't a TV show or a theme park. It was a map. It was a strategy map of his empire, of the Disney company. And like a lot of things, after Disney died, it was kind of lost. <laughs> well, it was really archived um, inside Disney. It wasn't really rediscovered until... Jeffrey Katzenberg came in, I think in the mid-80s, he came in under Michael Eisner, who was by then the CEO of Disney, and he had this mandate to fix animation. Um, I mean, at this time, I mean, this is, you know, so what was I, in 85, I was 15, and, um, you know, Disney was a classic brand, but they'd been going through a really rough patch. I mean, you know, if if you've seen The Black Cauldron, you'll know how far Disney had fallen, at least in terms of animation. And Eisner had told Katzenberg to fix animation. And he did, of course. You know, Disney went on to, to create um, The Little Mermaid, Aladdin, The Lion King, Beauty and the Beast. You know, these amazing movies that really, really kick-started Disney back. In fact, I think um, Katzenberg's also responsible for the Pixar deal. You know, so really those 10 years he was there between 84 and 95, I think, were really fundamental to this recreation of Disney now. But one of the things when he when he got there <laughs> and he was trying to figure out what to do is apparently he was told that Disney had left lots of information in the archives about his experience making the great animation films and one of the things he unearthed apparently was this strategy map from 1957 and this is this is part of my continuing successful series of explaining to you on a podcast a visual that I'm looking at in front of me but stay with me because it's worth it <laughs> imagine a a diagram that in the center has the single biggest box and the biggest box is creative talent of studio theatrical films and we know it's the biggest box because it's got little lights drawn around it this this is a this is the kind of strategy diagram you'd imagine disney would create because mickey mouse is running everywhere holding things and <laughs> donald duck and blue Tower, you know are on there doing various bits and pieces but in the middle anyway is the theatrical movies and then imagine radiating out from that box and to it these other satellite boxes around the edge. And I'll start top right. Top right is music. And then we have publications. Bottom right is comic strips. Bottom centre is Disneyland. Bottom left is merchandise licensing. Top left is TV. So... In the middle, we have theatrical theme films, and then around it, we have music, publications, comic strips, Disneyland, merchandise licensing, and television. And what we have is Disney's conception of how all these things feed each other and magnify each other. So let, if we just zoom in on one, one piece, under publications, there's another box, which is for the Walt Disney magazine. Right, and there are there is a line from the Walt Disney magazine box to the theatrical films box, and the the line says 
plugs films and stars. So the Walt Disney magazine, of course, plugs the films and the stars. But there's another line coming back from theatrical films to the Walt Disney magazine, and that says, provides article material. So what we see is this fantastic loop where the magazine plugs the films and the films provide content for the magazines. And what we're talking about, of course, is franchise building. And I mean, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but if you look at, at where Disney has gone, it's gone to Pixar. It's gone to Marvel. It's gone to Star Wars. It's gone to things that feed feed each other. And if you if you search for Walt Disney Strategy Diagram, you can see this thing um, online, and you'll see how many um, how many lines they're radiating out. Of course, Disneyland was a massive thing when I when I was a kid, when you could only really see movies at the cinema or maybe on Christmas Day if the BBC had any money <laughs> um, you know there used to be this program on ITV called the wonderful world of Disney and you know I'm sure that's been around the world that program because essentially what it was was a local host a British host in our case introducing clips from the movies and you know what happened was of course in the mid 80s you've also got you know, the rise of video um, and it becoming something that everyone had. And I remember Disney's very clever windowed marketing of certain classic movies. Now, it's easy to to get into that mindset where we say, well, it's okay for Disney, isn't it? Because it had theme parks, it had movies, it had TV stations. And of course, that's true, but it didn't have them all the time. And the the message from this, the lesson for this really is that we, what we want to do as businesses is create connections, create um, these reinforcing and magnifying loops. And I also think it's important. I mean, I, I talk a lot, <laughs> quite a lot about strategy and ideas and concepts on this podcast. But it's also important to show how, you know, these things work in the real world, in the real world of business. So... For example, I've talked recently about creating this course. Okay, so if people go to my website, storiesmeinbusiness.com, they can find this course about telling their origin story. Okay, okay. So one of the things that needs to happen for that, for people to, to purchase that course is they need to know me and they need to understand the value of having an origin story about how it can help us build our business and our brand and, and what have you. So... One of the things I'm doing this week, this week, is I'm creating the, I'm filling in that gap, right? I'm filling in the gap, which is, why is this important? Because unless people know how important it is, people aren't going to buy the course. And then what will happen is, from, probably from next week, I will start putting a coda on the end of the episodes of this show, pointing people to why their story is important. Now, tomorrow, in tomorrow's podcast, I'm going to talk about how I'm going to do that because what I'm not, <laughs> what I'm not going to do is point, is point people from this, this, this podcast to my product. That's not a good idea for a whole load of reasons, and I'll talk about that a bit tomorrow. 
But the point is what I'm doing is I'm connecting this asset that I created, this podcast, 700 and however many it is episodes now. And I'm going to connect that through this intermediate step. And the intermediate step will, will help the right people decide whether they want to take the course. And we'll, again, I'll talk more about that tomorrow. But if you think about what I'm doing, I'm creating the, the start of a web. And I've been, you know, creating this asset for a couple of years now, this podcast. And there are 760 odd episodes sitting out there in the world. And each one of those is going to become a little funnel, a little leaf. Do you remember that episode where I talked about your business as a kind of a tree and each leaf is capturing a certain amount of sunlight? Each of those episodes is going to capture a certain amount of sunlight. And the first job, of course, is to help people understand why it's so important that we tell a story. And, you know, that's something I've been talking about for two years, right? And... When you look at something like Disney's diagram, you can see the way that he was thinking, the way that he was building these these loops that magnify these virtuous circles. Remember, theatrical movies create content for the magazines and the magazines big up the theatrical movies. It makes so much sense. It's such a simple idea. But so many of us spend our time kind of lobbing flares out into the darkness and then the flare goes out and then we lob another one in a different direction and that one goes out and then we lob another one and these things aren't connected and so much of what I've talked about in this podcast over the past couple of years is about the connections between things the powers and the links remember the powers and the links anyway I've blathered on for 10 whole minutes goodness You'll be, um, you'll have finished your cup of coffee. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. And remember, your story means business. Bye now. Hey, this is Nick. Thanks again for listening. To dig deeper, search for story.business.